0: I'm not sure Anthony Albanese knew the fight that he had on his hands when he wanted to make changes to the superannuation system. We have had so many calls and texts, One three one eight seven three. The Prime Minister again defended his government's move to shake up the retirement scheme at the press club today. But he did take a softer line and that's, <laughs> I suppose, he had to because this is what he said earlier. And The purpose of superannuation is for people... Uh, people's retirement incomes, to benefit their quality of life in their later years, but to also benefit the national economy, uh, because it takes pressure off uh, the pension uh, payments uh, down the track in Social Security. Uh, One of the things that that we have said is that if you look at projections going forward, uh, potentially the concessions in superannuation will be higher higher cost to the budget uh, than the age pension is down the track. Now it it is right to look at sustainability of uh, of programs. We said uh, we would not have any major changes in superannuation and that is certainly our intention. (laughs) How much can change in just three days? 131873. Has the dust settled? Are you willing to give Anthony Albanese's super plan a chance 131873, they need to collect money to repay government debt. And I understand that we have a huge government debt problem, but should it be superannuation as the pawn on the chessboard? It seems like the government is spooked by the public's reaction, and by mid-afternoon, we even heard from the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, who spoke to 2GB's Chris O'Keefe. Is one of those opportunities increasing the tax rate on any extra money you throw into your super? I haven't been considering that, um,
1: you so know, even the in table. the course of... Well, it's, it's, not, it's not on the table, yeah.
0: Good. Is increasing the tax rate on earnings you make from investments on the table?
1: It's not something I've been considering
0: either. We know superannuation is a touchy subject at the moment for a lot of people. Yes, it is your money and it is your money for retirement. But we've had a huge reaction when we talked about the proposed changes on Monday night here on Money News. Blake Briggs is the CEO of the Financial Services Council, which supports the notion of putting an objective on superannuation as a priority. Blake joins me the survey on Money News. Good evening, Blake. Thanks for having me, Scott. Blake, tell us why you support a definition on superannuation and has the government got its wording right? Yeah, the reality is by
1: choosing to set an objective or state they're going to set an objective, the government is headed in the right direction. We need to know... We need a benchmark against which we can measure other policy proposals to know whether or not those changes align with what we're trying to achieve through superannuation. And by setting an objective, you can measure everything else that's done after that. And I notice there's been a big debate around tax recently. We need to agree on what we're trying to achieve before we can decide whether or not tax changes are appropriate. Do I think the government's got it right? Well, the reality is. There's a lot of subjective words in what they're proposing. And I think we need to work through those as a public to decide. They talk about dignity, which I think a lot of people would agree. Retirement should be about dignity. But at the end of the day, we need to make sure that it's a very tight definition and it reflects public attitudes that so should be focused on their retirement.
0: Three days can be a long time in politics. And today, the Prime Minister seemed to be saying that there were fewer changes to the system than were previously thought. Has he got that right?
1: Look, I think if you are going to consider any changes to superannuation, particularly tax settings like they're talking about today, you need to tread very carefully. It just it, The number one priority needs to be being fair to Australians who have worked their whole life to save for their own retirement, only to potentially change the rules on them as they're retiring. So it's not, not necessarily saying we can't have this debate, but it needs to be done in a fair and measured way.
0: Most Australians probably turn that light on on superannuation when they get to maybe 50 or 55. And a lot of Australians are in industry super funds and probably don't know where their investments are. Can the federal government influence industry funds going forward as to where investments are made?
1: So this is a debate that's currently being held. And I don't think anyone is out there saying, or I certainly hope not, that the government should have the power to direct investments in particular asset classes. I think we've all seen before, you know, when the government spends big licks of money, it can get it wrong and it can get it really wrong sometimes. And people don't want their superannuation savings to be spent on political pet projects. So I think the government's ruling that out. But the reality is by including things like sustainability and equity in the proposed objective for the system, it's subjective enough that there's a bit of this creeping into the debate. And we just need to be very cautious that whatever objective we end up legislating, it needs to be very clear that the trustees have a single responsibility to their members' best financial interests.
0: Now, how have your members and how have your funds uh, reacted to the news that you represent? Are they broadly supportive or are they wanting to see more detail from the government before they back any plans?
1: So we definitely support the Treasurer Jim Chalmers on setting the objective and setting the objective first as a priority before we have the broader debate. Because as I said, once you set the objective, you kind of have the compass to help you navigate through other issues. The problem then becomes if they're talking about budget uh, pressures and tax changes in response to those, Mm -hmm. there's a potential risk that you can move the goalposts and treat people unfairly. And what's not clear at the moment is Are we talking about changes to tax settings to make the system fairer, in which case we should also be talking about things like paying superannuation on paid parental leave to support women who have lower balances than men? Yes. Or are we talking about using super to fund the budget black hole, the, the big structural deficit that Australia
0: is staring into at the moment? And that's not clear based on how the government's talking at the moment. The government has obviously run a few changes in the super system up the flagpole, what are the areas of reform that they should be looking at over the long term? So I think it was the
1: Assistant Treasurer today that said um, all options are on the table. Um, that means you've got all these different groups coming out of the woodwork, putting their pet ideas forward. You've got left-wing groups like the Gradon Institute calling for uh, caps on the system, higher taxes on people in retirement, um, as well as higher taxes on contributions. Obviously, there are big licks of money to fund big social government spending programs. Then you have other groups that are a bit more measured, talking about just a tax to address equity issues as well as recycling that money back into the system to support women on uh, paid parental leave and the like. I think from our perspective is, if we're going to have this tax debate, and it sounds like it's going to happen, need to make sure it protects the integrity of the system, it needs to protect people confidence in the system, that the money will be there for them when they retire, and we need to be certain if we're going to do this, we do it once and we don't come back tinkering again and again and again every budget.
0: The 2017 Royal Commission into Banking Misconduct literally shook up the financial services industry and meant that the financial advisor number went from around about 35000 to today under 15000 One of the most important things that I face as a financial advisor is people trying to accommodate themselves, educate their kids, and then planning for retirement. So if there are more changes to superannuation, what is the government going to do about encouraging more financial advisors back into the industry?
1: This is a critical issue, isn't it? There was a report handed to government just a couple of weeks ago that said there needs to be major changes to make financial advice more affordable and accessible. We have 5 million Australians who would benefit from getting financial advice. That was 5 million, was it, Blake, did you say? Uh, twenty-five million. Twenty-five aside. million. So I just cut out twenty-five million. Sixteen thousand advisors. Yes. And not everyone who would benefit from benefit from advice can get advice. So the government needs to expedite those reforms in the report that it received from Michelle Levy yes. to cut the red tape, reduce the cost of providing advice, and treat advisors like the professionals that they are, rather than a sector that needs
0: to be clamped down on to um, prevent any form of consumer harm that could possibly occur. Blake Briggs, Financial Services Council CEO, thank you so much for joining me this evening on Money News.
1: Thanks for your time.